Greetings, my dear friends. Thank you for gathering with me again as we study chapter 18 of the Godly Woman Bible Study on communication. Let's begin our lesson hearing from Irma's heart to yours. She says, Warm greetings to you, dear ladies. A difficulty that besets many marriages is the communication breakdown. A double standard appears to prevail as women experience good dialogue with friends and yet fail to communicate effectively at home. This not only includes talking to one another, it's knowing when it's time to be quiet. Dwight H. Small states, The heart of marriage is its communication system. It can be said that the success and happiness of any married pair is measurable in terms of the deepening dialogue which characterizes their union. Love, Irma. Ladies, let's ask God for His help today. Dear Father, guide us in this study to gain creative ideas that will draw our husband into more open communication in ways we can become patient listeners. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, ladies, we are building a house. Proverbs 9 verse 1 says, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. We have laid our foundation, which is Jesus Christ. And according to his word, in our lives, we have chosen our pillars to be supportive and load-bearing ones. Our pillars so far are covenant, roles, and now communication, the three main supporting and load-bearing pillars. During the first 15 chapters of this study, we built an imaginary bicycle, symbolizing our walk and relationship with God. Most people park their bicycle outside their home, but in our house, we live our lives on our bicycle because that keeps us focused and provides clarity in life. Having built our bicycle, there is one missing item, which is the oil can of love. The bicycle needs to be maintained with a lubricant that keeps the nuts and bolts and joints from rusting, protecting it from damage. This oil can of love is applied to every joint of the bicycle. In our homes, it is essential that our pillars be lived out in love. It is love that supplies the ointment to our homes that generates accurate communication, builds honor and respect, resulting in obedience through grace. This produces a freedom that develops your individual and family Christian identities. Ladies, communication thrives on love. The Bible says, let all that you do be done in love. Let's begin our study by defining communication. According to the Merrimah Webster Dictionary, communication is a process by which information is exchanged between individuals through a common system of symbols, signs, or behavior. 
most of us think we have communicated when we use our words, and the more words we use, the better. Actually, we can weary people by talking too much, becoming incessant talkers, repeating much of what we have said over and over again. That is not communicating. In communication, there is a speaker, a message, and a receiver. We think when the message is delivered, it is also received. However, the test is, what did the receiver hear me say? What was the receiver's perspective on what I said? Was that what I wanted to communicate? Watching couples communicate can be entertaining at the least, frightening or calming and pleasant. We observe the couple's body language and emotions or attitudes, which is the nonverbal communication. And we hear their words, which is verbal communication. Basically, there are five mechanisms that people use to communicate. Firstly, our senses, sight, smell, hearing, touch, and taste. Secondly, body language, whether it's crossed arms, wandering eyes, yawning, frown, or smile, crying, maybe hands on the hip, backing away or coming closer. Thirdly, our words, kind words, historical words, meaning bringing up the past offenses, demeaning, damaging, or accusatory words, silence, which is no words, loving, truthful, tender words, building and supportive words, wise or foolish words. Fourthly, technology, which is email or letters, text, images, phone, FaceTime, videos, etc. Fifthly, emotions can impact our words, changing our response and behavior. Emotions can control the communication and either create or destroy reconciliation. Ladies, don't let your emotions be the controller behind your words or behavior. Proverbs 15.1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Ladies, which one or ones from our mechanism list would we be using as we obey this verse? Absolutely, definitely our words, emotions, and probably body language. If I choose to use a gentle answer, the wrath would stop. But if I respond with harsh words, it will fuel the person's anger, making things worse. Ladies, we have a choice. Every time we communicate, to speak from the flesh or the spirit. Galatians 5.16 says, But I say, walk by the spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. This verse tells you how to walk in the spirit by choosing a gentle response. When we obey God's word and choose gentleness, our emotions and body language follow. Remember, the Holy Spirit is there to help us as we choose to walk in the Spirit. 
Look at Proverbs 18.13, which says, He who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. Have you ever responded sharply before you heard the whole story? I have and and can attest it brought folly and shame to me. When we don't listen but pass judgment on someone before they can give their account, we hurt the relationship, and this can cause distrust and withdrawal. James 1.19 adds, Everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Verse 20 says, For the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Someone has said, That is why God gave us two ears and only one mouth. We must listen twice as hard before we speak. Being slow to speak and quick to hear allows time for a person to pray, asking God for wisdom, gentleness, insight, and love before we respond. Prayer allows the oil can of love to flow. Remember my story about how the children and I looked forward to Jeff's arrival. I made sure that everyone was bathed, in pajamas, house-tidied, and meal-ready. Occasionally, he would have traffic delays or a late meeting. This was before cell phones, ladies. If Jeff was late... I was in a smoldering anger underneath my welcome home words. It is hard to say what took you so long in a kind and loving way. But saying something to that effect communicated far more than a cold welcome. God is faithful, ladies, to help us learn to communicate better, to be loving and yet honest, God showed me the answer, which was, don't be a clock watcher. Give him grace to be late. Plan, but don't put the plans in concrete. Be flexible. I learned from my Lord, if Jeff was late, I fed the kiddos who were hungry, and when Jeff arrived, we were all very happy. My favorite section on communication is Ephesians 4, verse 1 through 3, which says, Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Ladies, This challenges me to remember that I am a disciple of Jesus Christ and to treat others with love in all humility, gentleness, and patience, working at peaceful unity, especially with my husband and children. Does this challenge you? I hope so. Jeff and I will celebrate our 45th wedding anniversary in June 2022. I can look back seeing growth for both of us in this area of communicating. Our goal remains the same. Even though we have experienced change, got older with our hearing not as sharp as it was, 
and now we have less energy. But it is our intent to be kinder, more thoughtful, helping each other to remember, giving grace when we have to repeat something again, and always receiving each other in love. It is worth it, ladies. A great insight in communicating is seeing the other person's perspective and understanding them. That is essential in marital dialogue. In this study, ladies, you will learn practical helps from the Bible on communicating. So I will let you dig for the diamonds and pearls of great value. The lessons learned will make you a better person, wife and mother. Let's end our time with prayer. Dear Father, we thank you who created us with a desire to communicate, understand each other, and draw closer in vulnerability and intimacy through honest sharing at a soul level. Lord, help us to use our words to build each other up in the spirit according to the need of the moment. Help us to listen first, prayerfully wait, and then respond in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Until we gather again, ladies, bye for now.